countries should focus, should transform, should diversify tourism in their countries. This doesn't mean that they should do other things than tourism. It's not only that. It's also doing tourism differently. Hello, this is the weekly Tradecast, the podcast brought to you by UNCTAD, the UN's trade and development body. I'm Sarah Toms. We're exploring how major events are shaping trade and development and how that affects billions of people around the world. This week, just ahead of the summer holidays, we're looking at greener and more sustainable travel. Tourism is one of the biggest employers in the world. Many developing nations rely on it, so there's economic urgency to getting travellers back on the road and in the air as the industry recovers from the pandemic. But there's also growing awareness that travel can have huge costs for the environment. With so many people relying on tourism, how can we protect their livelihoods without harming local communities and the environment? Well, joining me now to find out is economist Bruno Anturas from UNCTAD's Trading Systems Services and Creative Economy branch. He's very proud of two achievements in particular, his children, Mia and Daniel, and I hope they're going to be listening. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I'm happy to be here. Great. Well, despite the packed airports and the appearance, travels roared back to life. Is it anywhere near what it was pre-pandemic? Well, it's getting there. It's getting closer to pre-pandemic levels. Of course, this recovery is uneven. So this may relate, for example, to some countries having lifted the mobility restrictions related to the pandemic later. Mm. And of course, the crisis in Ukraine. That's overall good news. But what's the situation for developing countries when so many depend on tourism for jobs and growth? What kind of support do they need? It is really accurate that developing countries, so many of them rely on, on tourism. So when the pandemic hit, it really added this extra cost, an important extra cost to these countries. And the recovery, as we were saying, has been uneven. In the Caribbean, where mobility restrictions were lifted quite soon, they are already at only 6% below pre-pandemic levels. Other areas, like Oceania, are still 30-something percent below 2019 levels. So it is true that it's so important and so many countries need support to overcome these difficulties, and they need support in many ways. Let's just mention three. First, sustainable tourism as a, a way ahead means that countries should focus, should transform, should diversify tourism in their countries. This doesn't mean that they should do other things than tourism. It's not only that. It's also doing tourism differently, focusing on areas with higher margins, with uh, more opportunities for decent jobs, which are uh, areas that are more sustainable. These strategies are key. And to pursue this in tourism activities such as adventure tourism, ecotourism, wellness tourism, new linkages have to be created between tourism and other sectors. For example, linking tourism activities to local farmers to provide local value 
to tourists, linking tourism to digital payment services. So it's a new world and these new connections are required. And more often than not, international cooperation, which is the first area of support that I'm mentioning, is very important. Second, money makes the world go round. Mm. So you need heavy investments to go through this transition. You need to reskill people. You need to retrain. You can't allow people to be left behind. And you need to invest in new infrastructure for the new challenges that tourism faces in energy infrastructure, uh, transport infrastructure, and most importantly, in digital infrastructure. In third place, last but not the least, this heavy investments and the need for countries to support the firms in this sustainable tourism value chains, they need to be put in place along with depth relief initiatives. As tourism is bouncing back, is it business as usual? Or are there more changes like the ones you're talking about to make tourism more sustainable? What are the trends? A bit of both, I would say. There was this survey from the industry that uh, confirmed that most tourists put priority on criteria such as price, the weather, (laughs) and sustainability comes a little bit afterwards. So some things haven't changed. Right. But others have. Uh, there's also a new survey which was uh, reported by the um, World Travel and, and Tourism Council saying that 83% of people are considering sustainability criteria as a priority for their future travel. So uh, it seems that uh, there are some changes. There is more attention from regulatory authorities, more attention from the private sector that starts to understand that there is a demand for sustainable tourism. There was even recent developments on sustainable aviation fuel, Mm. which has potential. The tourism sector is responsible for 8% of global greenhouse gas emissions. That's a lot. And aviation fuel alone is 14% of these emissions from the sector. So addressing this will be important. Just to clarify, Bruno, could you give me the difference between sustainable tourism and green tourism? Are we talking about different things here? The jury is still out uh, regarding how to classify these new trends around tourism that it's more friendly to the future and to the environment. It seems that there is some convergence in considering green tourism as a focus on the product. It means that when you travel and you do activities related to nature, to ecological conservation, then many are saying that that is green tourism. Sustainable tourism is focused on results, meaning that it's when you travel and the whole service that is provided to you has a minimal impact on the environment. This also means that you can do ecotourism, which may not be sustainable. You can be doing something related to nature, but the waste management is not properly addressed. Mm. The water and energy consumption are not carefully fine-tuned. And of course, you can do sustainable tourism. You can do something which is not causing an impact to the environment and not being related to nature or ecological conservation. The focus should be, I would say, in sustainable tourism. 
we want the results. We want to preserve the future. And if we can apply the principles of sustainable tourism to green tourism, all the better. Tourism creates jobs, provides income. So how can you say to developing countries, do less of that? Mm. Because that is lifting people out of poverty. It's the long-term approach, which is represented here by sustainable tourism, that will allow for the economic results to be sustained, to have some business continuity, meaning that sustainable tourism will continue to provide income over time. What are some top tips that we can all use to be more responsible and sustainable travelers? When you travel, be responsible about the waste you produce. Um, be mindful of the energy and the water you consume. Everything helps. And then, of course, if you can, get information. Try to see if the options that you are considering, do they incorporate environmental concerns? Are they providing or linked to the development of the local community? I'm sure that there are many fun and interesting activities to do and that do have an environmental concern and a local community. Right. Well, thank you, Bruno. And there's one more thing to say, and that's happy holidays. Thank you to Unctads, Bruno and Tunes for being this week's guest. Tune into the weekly Tradecast next week and every week for more insights on the most pressing issues around the world of trade and development. There's even more on our website, unctad.org. I'm Sarah Thomas in Geneva. Goodbye for now.